How's it going, y'all? Welcome back to the Simple But Extraordinary Podcast with your host, JT Payne. And today, as always, we got some exciting things in store for you on here on the show. But, you know, we got a very special guest. Uh, he is known as the uh, the cowboy with, with the long hair, uh, Zachary Burnett. How's it going, Zach? Good, man. How are you? I like that. Uh, I like that description of myself. <laughs> I that's I mean that's one way to do it, you know, cowboy with the long hair and doing that. So heck yeah. <laughs> now nah, I'm doing good though. Just sitting out here on the porch with uh my rocking chair. So looking at the sunset, can't complain. So nice. I'm currently yeah. sitting inside with uh the blinds closed, like I'm a vampire. <laughs> so. That's awesome. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, it is kind of toasty, I will say. You know? Yeah, it is. I was uh out in the shop practicing since like two thirty and uh two thirty to probably like seven. Yeah, it was it was a little toasty. <laughs> nice man, nice, nice. Always putting that work and doing that. So exactly. You got it's it's never it's always time to grind. So <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. All right. Well, um I say let's First things first, you know, um, some people may not know who you are, Zach. So let's uh, give the people a little introduction of who you are. Yes, sir, of course. First things first, too, from my end. Thank you for having me on. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, JT texted me probably, what, a week and a half ago and uh, mm-hmm. asked me to come on here. And uh, it took me probably like five days to respond uh, <laughs> just because I'm bad at texting back. And it's not – it's literally everybody. It could be my mother and – uh I forget to text her back. So, uh, yeah, my name is uh, Zachary Burnett. Um, I graduated um, with JT um, from Texas A&M a little over a year ago in May of 2021. And I got my degree in sport management. I was there for four years, had a blast. Um, It was, you know, a lot different uh, than the little town I grew up in, um, just a little north of Waco. So, it was a, it was kind of a culture shock, but you know, I had a blast there. I met, met a bunch of good people, um, you know, met lifelong friends and and made lifelong memories. And JT's one of those people. So, um, but yeah, I am currently um, doing my own thing right now. I am a musician I'm a, in the Texas country scene. And man, just trying to been doing that for like a year. Um, released my first single uh, last year in July, and just been kind of kind of been going at that every weekend playing somewhere um for the most part if i don't have a wedding to go to which now kind of seems like it's once a month so (laughs) just been uh man been trying to cut my teeth and you work hard and and you know hopefully be able to live out my dream so nice nice okay well um you know zach just knowing you in college and everything the first time i heard you uh sing with a guitar in your hand man dude i was like yep this guy's going places and doing that and uh thanks bro <laughs> that's that's from jt who is uh from poteet we're uh the home of george Strait. so i mean that is true that is true but <laughs> I, well, I hear good music i hear good music so <laughs> you know what's uh, going on yep <laughs> so like was there a point where you were like you know, I'm I'm gonna go 100 percent on this musician thing. Like, at what point do you do you remember that? If if you had that moment, yeah, I've, I definitely had. I've had that moment um, a couple times. I feel like it's a you know a never ending cycle of you know kind of slacking and then be like, okay, dude, like you got to lock in. But um, 
you know, I've been playing the guitar since I was eight years old. And I was big into like classic rock and, and grunge music and never really got into, you know, playing um, country music until I was in high school um, on the baseball team. You know, a bunch of my buddies listened to all that Texas country stuff. And so that's when I kind of started playing that. And, you know, I got to college and, you know, sports. That was my thing. You know, that's what I what I really wanted to do. And, um, you know, doing all that, all the internships, you know, all the times that you know, working with football, um, all the internships that we did, um, you know, running that team in Texarkana, you know, I, I really thought, you know, that was my passion and, and what I wanted to do. And my, uh, around November of my uh, senior year, I, I kind of, I wrote a song and it was kind of the first one that I ever thought, you know, was kind of worth anything. So that's kind of when I decided that I might want to do it. And, you know, I just kept writing and writing and writing and I finally put out some music, like I said earlier in July. Um, at this time, you know, I still I wanted to do it um, full time, but I still just, you know, kind of wasn't 100 percent committed. Um, it was kind of, you know, a, a balance of, you know, do I, you know, all my friends are, you know, getting jobs and, you know, they're making money. And, you know, it was kind of that whole ordeal and that uh, I, pl- I played a show uh, my first gig on, on the day my single came out. And man, I, f- I fell in love with it right then and there. Um, and that's kind of when I decided that, yeah, I gotta, I gotta give 110% in this cause this is really what I want to do. And there's, there's nothing else like this. Nice. Nice. I love that. Um, you know, you're going down your own path and doing your own thing. Like it takes a lot, a lot of courage to do that. And, uh, you know, you mentioned like that feeling on the stage, right? Like, is it like yeah. adrenaline pumping or is like, what's that type of feeling for Man, you? Man, it, yeah, it's, it's adrenaline like no other. Um, I remember the first time I, I played, it was like, it was nervousness, um, but not like a, a bad nervous, if that makes any sense. It was kind of like the first uh, few chords I was playing in the first line, I was like looking at myself from outside of my body, kind of nervousness, like excited nervousness. And I kind of get that about every time I play So you know, that first line's through and then we're locked in ready to go nice nice so do you sit do you get like butterflies would you say at that point or is it kind of just like a different feeling it's more like i mean it's butterflies it's more like excitement though like okay like not not necessarily like i don't don't know how it's hard to it's really hard to describe um i would say it's more on an on an excitement level though like just kind of you know, nervous about, you know, wanting to, you know, be 110% up there and, and entertain everybody that's there that's putting, you know, their time and, and their money um, and being up there watching you and, and just trying to, you know, be an entertainer and, and, you know, help them have a good night. So nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Um, so I know you have written your uh, own songs and doing that and um, you're one single that you have out there on uh the spotify um and yeah different platforms um how many how many views you got on it would you say or do you know uh i it's oh i don't know exactly what it is it's over on spotify it's over uh ten thousand um plays nice and you know a bunch of those were you know at the beginning and then you know it's been out for over a year so most i think now i'm probably averaging a month probably 75 streams a month on it but just got in the studio um, a couple weeks ago and just sent it off to get mastered and the 
you know, final stuff put on it. And I, I think it's going to come out really good. So hopefully that'll be on there soon. And that one hopefully will do really good. Nice. Nice. So did you, did you record that first one out in the shop where you practice or where you <laughs> so I actually, I still uh, was at A&M at that time and I recorded it um, in my little uh, apartment bedroom. Um, that was barely enough room to sit in my senior year. Yeah. So it was kind of a, uh, not the most ideal spot to record. Um, but I just, man, that, that, that first one, I just, you know, wanted it to be, you know, all me and, and just learn, um, about everything that goes into, you know, recording music and, and everything just kind of knowing all aspects of what I'm going to have to do further down the line and at least be able to know what I'm talking about to a certain extent. So I, I think, you know, recording that in my bedroom, granted the sound wasn't optimal. Um, you know, it's really dead in there. There's, there's no really good acoustics and <laughs> there's sound that leaks in outside of the walls and whatnot. And, but I, I think it really geared me up to this, this past experience that I had um, a couple of weeks ago in the, in the recording studio. So I, I'm, I'm glad I did that one myself. Nice. Nice. Okay. Well, I mean, you gotta start somewhere. I mean, you know, exactly in your bedroom or you know somewhere it, you just gotta get started so i mean that's awesome awesome to hear zach I'm, thank you man I'm, I'm happy to hear it um you know i'm planning on coming out to your show on the 19th i saw your schedule heck there. yeah on the 19th yeah. stage 12 college station god's yep. country <laughs> that's right that's right we're so, gonna turn up <laughs> y'all should be there to hear zach and doing that um so you know, with that being said, you have your own music, but um, I know you like seeing other people's music as well. So who who's who's your favorite cover to do? Would you say <laughs> so? Um, that's that's hard. Uh, my favorite person to cover is probably anything by Tyler Childers solely because um, I know a lot of Tyler Childers and I've known how to play all those songs since. I was in high school. Uh, me and my buddies, uh, two of my buddies also played the guitar. And it was probably, I get, it was really like our freshman year of college when I came home um, for winter break, for Christmas break. And uh, we kind of had this little competition to see who could learn the most Tyler Childers songs. And <laughs> so, yeah, I, I know I know quite a few Tyler Childers songs. And so those are always fun to break out. And, you know, almost everybody, you know, at, at shows knows, knows his stuff too. So people sing along and. It's always a fun time. But also, there's one other one. One of my other favorites is an old David Allen Coe song. It's called You Never Even Called Me By My Name. And that one, yeah, that one gets people rowdy. That that might be my favorite song to cover. Nice, nice. Gets the people going. Gets, gets them going. You know, <laughs> they're going to skate to one song, one song only. It's going to be that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, speaking to that point, right, like, how is that feeling when you're, you're playing on – on the stage and you're seeing people getting into it, you know, like what is that feeling like to you? Would you say as a entertainer and musician? It dude, that, that is, that just kind of reminds me of why I do it um, to see, you know, other people having a good time and, and, you know, really just en enjoying themselves and, and having a, having a good night. I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, I, I, I write, I write songs, you know, partly for myself, um, kind of you know situations that i'm going through and but it's also um i like to do this because um the experience that other people can have with it um you know a big thing for me with music is is the 
the words that they're saying and, and the music and, and everything like that, what can I take out of that? And how does it make me feel? And so, you know, you know, writing and, and playing all this stuff, um, you know, it's, it's really not about me. It's, it's about the people that are listening because at the end of the day, it's going to be them who are, you know, going to put the words and the, and the music into their own minds and, and see how it relates to themselves. Mm-hmm. So man, to see people, uh, people get rowdy and, and sing along and, you know, we'll play, we'll play some love songs and they'll, you know, the, those guys will get their girls out there and start dancing, man. It, it, it literally it's, it's why I do it. That's why I keep coming back. And that's, you know, part of the high I live, I live for it. Awesome. Awesome. I love that, man. Love that. Um, you know, you're talking about people getting rowdy and mm-hmm. uh, doing all that. What, what, what would you say has been the, the most rowdy moment? Uh, oh, <laughs> so uh, we played. Uh, so I've been playing um, with my buddy Clay. Uh, he plays um, this this thing called the cajon. It's uh, originally from South America, but it's this base. It's basically a drum in a box. So it's basically this wooden box, and at the top, when you hit it at the top, it sounds like a snare. And when you hit it like more in the middle towards the bottom, it sounds like like a kick drum, like a bass drum. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've been playing with him, and um, we had a we had a gig out in Whitney, which is from where I live. It's probably like twenty minutes north here. It's this big lake, right north of Waco. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, this place. It's called uh, Parsons Marina, and there's you know this restaurant and bar. And, you know, people pull their boats up and dock them and come inside and, you know, drink and, and eat food. And, man, I'll tell you what. So, you know, it's like <laughs> it's like it's a it's kind of it's it's a dive bar, but it's like nice. Like it's it's the nicest dive bar you can go to. I wouldn't even <laughs> consider it a dive bar because it's nice. It's more like the kind of the people that are in there. They're younger. You know, they're going out to the lake on the weekends, you know, fishing, hanging out with their friends and and man, they come in there and they just get rowdy. Um, you know, last last time I was there, um, the rowdiest time, we uh, we had these guys close to Tim. We were gonna be done, and who, to say the least, they were uh, they were feeling pretty good, and they just started, <laughs> you know, throwing out song requests like crazy song requests, and you know, we started playing them and. And uh, just to see their reaction, I even like wrote a song um, just off the top of my head about this guy and sang it in there. And he he thought that was like the funniest stuff in the world. So that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's about all I got. I don't have anybody like stories about people throwing beer at me or hey, anything that's a good like sign. that. That's a good sign. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> we'll see when that day comes. We'll see what I what what, what my reaction is. I'll probably pick it up and and chug it. I mean that that's all the way to do it. No alcohol abuse, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For the entertainment value. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I mean, like, Zach, just hearing these hearing about how you got to, you know, getting into the music and doing that and you know, me personally hearing you the first time, I think was when we were in Texarkana and mm-hmm. we were just playing in Damien's living room. I was like, Man, okay, he you got him a voice on him, you know, like that. That's so cool to hear just the progress and where y'all are at now and doing shows almost like every weekend now. Right. Would you say? Yeah, just about, just about, um, I was supposed to have one, uh, last weekend. I didn't, um, it was, I was supposed to play at the opening of this bar and they ended up having to push the opening back. Um, mm. so, but yeah, I got last, um, last month I had one every weekend. Um, this month I got, I got four gigs. Um, one's a private event. Um, down in Houston. So yeah, man, we're, it's been a lot of fun and, you know, looking forward to 
you know, playing more and hopefully playing every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. I mean, that's the dream here. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, I'm going to turn the switch a little bit here. Um, and I'm going to see a, a little, little fun question here. Okay. Uh, what would you say is your hidden talent, Zach? My hit man, I, I honestly thought you were gonna trick me right there and go super deep, like like the deepest <laughs> question you could ask. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're you're in for it. This, this <laughs> All right, my my hidden talent, man, that's a good question. Everybody already like all those you know questions, like when you're meeting people, like you know in fish camp and stuff. All those questions will come up. Like, what's your hidden talent, man? I never knew what to say. So let let me see if I can think of anything. My hidden talent. Um, oh, I'm the best driver um, that has ever lived, and I could uh, I could beat any NASCAR racer. Um, my driving is just like like the most pristine out of anybody on planet Earth. So yeah, that's probably my secret talent. Most people don't know that, but and people, uh, I'm a second that one there, Zach. Uh, <laughs> we Zach and I, uh, or Zach drove from Texarkana to Amarillo with a stick shift. <laughs> yeah and then officially while always having a drink uh, like a water or something in his hand or food or you know always or the phone something was always in his other hand but he was still able to shift all the way from Texarkana Amarillo I, I was very impressed that when we did that drive <laughs> man that was a that was a that was a haul <laughs> that was a haul it was fun though yeah that was fun that was, we get to uh, hang out in, in Amarillo Yep, yep. Once, yeah, went to the big Texan, did all that. To the big Texan, didn't eat. (laughs) It was two packed. (laughs) Yeah, it was like slammed. (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I I will second that. Uh, Zach is a very good driver. I'm really not. I've, uh, I have my moments though where I'm good. I like to think I'm good. I make, I make silly mistakes though. Hey, I mean, while I've been in the car with you, you, it's been pristine, dude. That's all I got. (laughs) Thanks, dude. See, that's on the record now. JT thinks I'm a good driver. Hey, there you go. That you're validated. There you go, man. <laughs> but uh, okay. So I asked that funny little question there. But hey, let's get a little serious now. So, um, one question I like to ask here is, uh, um, what makes you get up every single day, Zach? But you know, like when you're in your bed, you have the option to either hit that snooze or get up. What makes you want to get up and go into the world and and do that? Man, uh, you know, I would, I would, I would say just the the kind of um, you know thought in my mind that you know I want to, I want, I want to succeed in that that it's almost like a need to succeed um if that makes any sense and i i just think you know getting up um in the morning that that's probably the first thing that crosses my mind is is you know it's it's time it's time to work um and you know if if i put 110% effort into into everything i'm doing in life um you know i can i can live my life with no regrets and and you know when i when that day comes um, and I pass, you know, I can, I can go knowing that I, I gave it all I had. And I, I think that's what keeps me going is just not wanting to have any regrets about anything. Okay. Okay. 
Nice, nice. That you took know, me a while to get it out, but I, you know, sometimes <laughs> it, it, you know, it just takes a little thinking about about it, you know. But it you know, it's there. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, with that, right? Um, you know, going one hundred ten percent every day, right? Do you ever think about how many people you impact every single day? Doing like going one hundred ten percent, whether it's you know working on your voice or, you know, going out and doing some type of work out there or, you know, just everyday interactions. Do you, do you think about how many people you inter- uh, have changed their days at? You know, every, every now and then I, you know, it definitely, I, I feel like that really crosses my mind, um, you know, on, on days where I'm not that motivated. Um, you know, and there's definitely those times, you know, like I said earlier, you know, all my, all my friends have jobs, you know, they're making money and, you know, they're buying houses and, and doing all this kind of thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm living weekend to weekend um, on paychecks and it, it, it gets, you know, it, it gets to you for a little bit, you know, you've been doing this for a year and, and you feel like you're not making progress and, you know, it's hard. And, you know, on those days, I, I feel like that's really when I kind of realize, you know, how, how many people that I impact, you know, whether it be, like I said, with music, you know, that's, that's why I do it, not solely for myself, but, you know, for other people and, and, you know, to let them know that, you know, I know exactly what they're going through and, and, you know, here's a song that you can relate with and, and get you through. And, you know, I, I think, um, you know, even, even like meeting people and, and, you know, stuff like that. And I, I think that that's really kind of what helps me get through, um, the days that, that are a little, that are a little tough to be motivated and and stuff gotcha gotcha i mean like just off of what you're saying you know with um using your music right like that story of that rowdy guy right you know like Mm -hmm. the impact you had on him to you know be able to have some fun get a little rowdy you know doing that right um just every time you're at a show you're impacting those people in that crowd uh, exactly which is a very cool feeling, I bet. Um, 100%. So, I mean, with that being said, um, just being that every weekend, right? Um, wh- like, I'm trying to think how it worded. No, you're good. I- I'm having a moment, too, where I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's right there on, on the tongue. Okay. See, yeah. we all have those. We all have those. The worst is, uh, you know, um, when you're up on stage in front of, you know, people and everybody's looking at you and you can't think of what you were going to say. That's the worst. <laughs> Have you ever, Oh, here we go. Have you ever like, um, just pulled out like random jokes on stage or, you know, like improvise things. Oh yeah. All the time. I'm all the time, especially, you know, when, when, uh, when we play at places where people are a little more rowdy, man, those are, those are the time for, for jokes. And, you know, like I said earlier, I'll, I'll start writing songs about people and, and throw them out there and yeah my uh i like to that guy said i've been um that's been playing with me um at our shows i like to give him a hard time he doesn't have a microphone so uh, i can i can talk all the trash about him i want and make jokes and he can't (laughs) say anything back so it's really nice uh yeah man uh, we'll pull out you know play some rap tunes and we get down what what rap songs are you playing uh (laughs) why can i not think what it's called um 
It's the one that goes Colt 45, two zigzags. Oh. That one. Why can I not think of what that's called? Afro Man. That's uh... Yeah, yeah, it's by Afro Man. <laughs> uh, I don't play the verses, just the chorus. <laughs> just the hook. Yeah. That's uh, the the crazy rap, I think. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, crazy rap. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I see you. Yeah, that I can see how that's getting people going and doing that. But oh, yeah. that's awesome, man. Um, you know, just to sw- flip the switch here a little bit. Um, what would you say is like one defining moment in your life that you would say that you're the reason you're the person you are today? Mm. Um, so I was in eighth grade. Um and, you know, at, at the time, you, you think you realize this, um, but you get older and, and you, it starts to relate to you even more and, and you start to kind of learn from it even more than you thought you already had. Um, but I was in eighth grade or I was about to go into eighth grade. It was the summer for eighth grade. And uh, my mom was was diagnosed um, with with breast cancer. And, Man, I just remember um, all throughout that, all throughout her chemo and all the radiation and, and the surgeries and all that stuff. She never missed one of my sporting events. Um, she was always there. And, you know, I, I think that's, you know, I've, I've learned that, you know, how how resilient she is. And, and that's I want to be resilient like that. Um, you know, how strong of a how strong of a lady she is and and everything that she, you know, put forth to always be there for me. Um you know, that's something that then, um, being in eighth grade, you know, I, in ninth grade and leading up, I, you know, I thought I, I kind of knew, but you know, now, now that you graduate college and you get older and you're in the, in the real world, you know, I, I feel like that's really just kind of molded me, um, and helped shape me into the person that I am, somebody who never quits, um, somebody who never gets up. And I think that was a, it was a bad experience, you know, at the time. Um, but I, 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 you know, with, with bads, you got to take the good. Mm. And I, I feel like that really kind of um, was a very important moment in my life um, to kind of shape me into who I am today. Man, that, yeah, that's that's powerful, man. And yeah, I, I like what you said there about, you know, turning a bad moment into a good one, right? Mm-hmm. And just like being able to st- understand like what's going on in that situation and you know, exactly using that as motivation and i can attest to this zach is one of the hardest working people i've ever met in my life you know um well, thank you I, man i same goes for you dude I, we love we love to grind dude that's what yeah. we do <laughs> and you know the biggest thing i think it it was uh it was kind of a motivating factor for us to you know i did i did i wanted to work harder than you i didn't i didn't <laughs> want to seem like a slacker so <laughs> I had to work harder so I could work just as hard as you. So I don't know if that happened with you too, but you know, just uh, the little camaraderie, I guess, in a sense of, you know, really trying to work hard and get things done for, you know, each other. Yeah. And for that one common goal. And for the one common goal. Yeah. Whether it's seed. Exactly. Exactly. Whether it was at the bombers, you know, putting on a good baseball game or, you know, working at a football, make sure the guys are good or up in Texarkana and, doing that like it's a it was all one common goal to make sure yep. we're doing that so um but you know that is i uh, appreciate you sharing that story um, of course and doing that that's you know that's powerful um and like my mom she deals 
with people who do or she's a radiologist technician so she Mm -hmm. does like mammograms and things of that sort so um she's always taught me to be a a very good supporter of you know like people who are going through those type of things and um that's that's powerful uh well your mom is a very special lady i i love your mom you need to tell her hi for me too (laughs) <laughs> will do will do yeah um, one of the funniest I, J, I i used to think j i used to laugh so hard at jt because i thought jt was so funny and then i met his mom and i was like yeah jt she's way funnier than you <laughs> <laughs> and she's got a louder laugh to me which is kind of scary too <laughs> yeah which is hard your laugh's hard to beat <laughs> so but yeah um yeah so it our moms are pretty cool is what we're hearing on that yeah stuff. exactly moms are the best <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, man. Um, just with that in life and doing that and our college experiences, what what would you say is your best memory from college? Oh. It could be funny. It could be serious. It could uh, it could be everyone. I got a lot. My best. Um. Okay, I'll I'll give you one. One of my one of my coolest moments. Um. I think is was uh the orange bowl yeah the orange bowl working the orange bowl man that was a that was a lot of fun getting to be on the field for a a, a new year's six game um and and just you know feeling like basically a part in uh in helping the guys and and you know helping them win so but on a more serious note um one of my favorite memories is definitely uh the summer we worked for the bombers that was that was a blast it, it was a uh, long weeks um you know, a lot of hours. Uh, listen, I've I've heard the podcast with Ryan. Like he said, it was unpaid, but man, I I feel like that really, um, you know, helped helped guide me, um, and you know, helped helped me in in a sense of of knowing like what has to go on um, from each individual to to reach that one common goal, and I feel like you know that internship was was kind of the the start that that made me realize that you know I was ready you know to graduate and and I could be successful and you know I got to meet a lot of cool people I got to meet you so mm. yep yep I mean there if you think about it the type of people that were on that internship and what they're doing now from that one year is is absolutely crazy the thing oh about, yeah you know just like the amount of work ethic the people everyone had on that one team um it's wild it's wild um so i mean like you can name off like weston like another hard worker you know yep. uh, ryan as well ivan um uh, i mean we could just keep going you know uh we got uh I'm luke. Like, luke yes tulsa <laughs> i am too <laughs> uh luke uh just got a job with or he's still doing um, the announcing for hockey. Um, do you also hear that he just got um, the position? I think it was minor league baseball in Tulsa, I believe, or it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think they, the ownership, of the Oilers up there, uh, bought a, like a football team. I think he's it was a football team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's kind of doing both now on that. But yeah, yeah. that's pretty dope. You know, doing that. Uh, John Bose as well, you know. Um, John Bose, <laughs> I, I feel like this list can keep just going, it can because I'm forgetting about people too. 
<laughs> there was just so many people on the internship. <laughs> yeah, how many do you think there were? There were what nine people and probably yeah. at least twenty. Yeah, because like yeah. part timers were like Brandon, which he's out Brandon, there. Brandon, yes. Uh, Brent, he's in Colorado, right? Yeah, Brandon's yeah. in Colorado. Um, Brett's a uh, head coach at a softball team now. Oh yeah, uh, I saw that. Um, who else we got on the? Well, yeah, Weston was kind of like a in between, you know, full time, part time. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the list can just keep going and doing that. Oh yeah, Ethan. Can't Ethan, forget about. I forgot about Ethan. Isig, yep, Isig, bro. I love Ethan. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, um, I just those experiences, and you know, going going back to like the Orange Bowl moment you're talking about, right? Um, did you did you eat an orange afterwards? No, I didn't. I oh. didn't. I know. I missed. I missed my opportunity. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. I but... think I was looking for a shirt because I didn't get one. And I was trying to find one, nice. or who had them. I know nice. I missed an opportunity there. <laughs> hey, it's all good. You know, it was the makeup for the the Texas Bowl uh, experience that we had. You remember? Uh, yeah, the Texas Bowl. <laughs> man. Oh man, <laughs> that's a funny story. Yeah, I, I don't know if we want to share it on here. <laughs> 100% we don't. <laughs> but just to let the fans know, um, it was just, uh, it was a good experience overall. It was just, um, we weren't feeling the best. We'll put it yeah, like we that. we were sick. Yeah, so, um, but you know, we got through it, won the game, beat uh, the Cowboys up there in Oklahoma State. So Beat OSU. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so, um but yeah, you know, Zach, um, I think one question or one question, yeah, I have for you is, you know, if people that are listening to this and, you know, maybe considering going into music, doing that, um, what would be one thing you would tell them that you wish you were heard at the beginning of becoming a musician? Mm, one thing that I wish I would have heard, what would I tell them? Um, There's a lot. Uh, let me think of the most important thing. Um, you know, I've already talked about work ethic. I, th- I think, you know, you, you just have to know going in that you're going to have to put a lot of, you know, work into it and, and grind and, you know, be on the bottom, you know, for a long time and just kind of pay your dues. Um, but another thing is uh, connections. I, I, I feel like that's, you know, for everything, but, you know, especially in the, in the music business, you know, connections with, um, you know, managers, people that run venues, um, other musicians and, you know, just building a relationship with them, um, in any sort of way, um, whenever you meet them. And I I feel like that's something that I'm still working on, um, that I really wish I would have started earlier is, uh, you know, using the the connections I already kind of had and really, um, just helping me, um, to navigate. So I would say, you know, like, like any, any other thing, I think, I think the connections are an important part and, um, get them early, get to know these people and keep up with them and, you know, keep them in the loop and, you know, just let them know that you're really invested in it, that you really want to do this and, and show them your progress. Cause they, they want to see it cause they're helping you out. So connections, 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 network. There you go. There you go. All about that network, baby. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> most importantly, practice, 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 practice. Okay. Okay. Do you believe that practice makes perfect? Yes, 100%. Um, like I just said, I was out there practicing for four hours um, today on the on the system. And, you know, I, th- I think, Pete, like, like I said earlier, you know, especially when you get up on stage and you're playing in front of people, you know, you're an entertainer. That's what you are. And, you know, people, people are there spending their time um, to sit there and, and, you know, listen and, and watch you that, you know, you need to be well prepared and, and, you know, well practiced to be able to give them, you know, that best two, three or four hours, however long your plan. And I think, you know, practice 100% makes perfect. And, you know, fortune favors the bold. The more you practice, the more you put yourself out there, the better you'll do. Oh, man. You're speaking facts. I love it. I love it. Fortune favors the bold. (laughs) I love it. I love that quote, man. Um, Yeah. I mean, um, is there like a dream place that you would want to play at? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a couple. Billy Bob's for sure. Um, up oh, in yeah. Fort Worth at the stockyards. Billy Bob's for sure. Um, mm. Red Rocks in Denver. Uh huh. Yeah. One hundred percent. And man, so here's my thing. Um, when not if when um, I make it big and you know we're playing venues like this, um, I really want to come back to a you know, like stage 12, this place in China spring that I'm playing at and all the smaller places I used to play at and play those that, that, that would be, you know, one last place that I'd want to play is, you know, some of these smaller places that helped me out and got me going. Nice. I, I like that. You know, like I feel like many musicians, you know, always like make that promise, but I know you, when you make it big, you're going, you're going to fulfill that promise. And uh, it's going to be a cool moment, you know, where people were watching you you know, as you were growing yeah. these places and then the, you're a uh, go big and then you're come back. Oh man, that's a, that's gonna be a cool moment. I know that's something I really want to do. And, you know, just, you know, I, those people, you know, took a chance on me and, and, you know, want to show them my respect and my thanks and, and all of that. Cause you know, without, without those people wanting me to get up there and play and I, you know, I couldn't do this. So I couldn't do what I love. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's that, that's just your southern hospitality. I like it, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my southern hospitality. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I mean, that's all. That's all we say, right? I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> Open the door. Hold the door. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And be a man of your word. That's. I mean, that is factual. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, I think you know we touched on pretty good points here and i think one uh last question is what would you say is your why oh some you know what's uh what's crazy about this is you know how we read that book um you know find your or start with why mm-hmm. um you know i i feel like that was a very um eye-opening moment um is when i when i kind of read that or i actually listened to the audio version but you know, I think I think this is one of the most important questions that you know people should ask themselves on a day to day basis, um, and and really dive deep down and, and figure out what it is. Um, so thank you for asking that, because um, that's something you know I feel like I need to remind myself of. Um, you know, at those times when I'm feeling down. But you know, my why um, I think is because 
I want to do this um, because one, this is what I love. Um, two, um, the way that I was raised and the people that I have around me and, and the support I get from, you know, my family and, you know, I, I kind of want to do it for them too. Cause that's all they want to do is see me succeed. And, you know, but yeah, my why love it. Nice. Nice. Okay, man. Um, is there any final words that you would have for the people? Here yeah, today? man. So big shout out to Mr. JT Payne um, for having me on. Um, do you do you enjoy doing this, bro? Because you're uploading like crazy. I've seen them all, listened to some, bro, and I, I really enjoy listening to it. So do you enjoy it? Dude, I absolutely love this because um, I love this hearing people's stories and, you know, um, using this as kind of a way to, you know, have their story be told and be heard, you know, by just, you know, more than just me. Right. And, exactly. um, you know, you never know who's going to inspire, um, you know, 100%. Like, so I think this is for me, I find it very fun because I know that it's going to have an impact on someone. It may not be immediate, but it'll be later down the road for it. Yep. Right. Um, and just trying to, you know, help change the world one day at a time. So I've been, definitely been having fun with it on it. Heck yeah, dude. See, I'm I'm really glad you're doing this because it sounds like, you know, you're really enjoying it. And, and you know, I, I really do think that, you know, you can have an impact on people. Like just us talking right now, you already had an impact on me. You already made me think about all, all of this stuff all over again and, and you know, really deep dive into, into why I'm doing this and, you know, everything like that. So shout out yeah. to you, JT. Keep going. Keep going. Keep pushing. Um, I, I think it's a great thing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, man. Um, you know, you can always reference this back if you need a little motivation. You know, just hear yourself. Hear yes, sir. Of course. <laughs> but uh, I, I do really do appreciate you being on here, Zach, and taking the time and doing that. And you know, for the ones listening, uh, thank you for your time too uh, to listen to this podcast and hear about the stories me and Zach were telling. You know, um, you know, may have laughed. You know, you may have got real serious, but. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's you know doing an impact on you and um we can change the world one day at a time so i hope yeah. uh have a great rest of your day evening morning or whenever you're listening to this and we'll talk again soon